Hello loves, just a quick heads up that our annual Wild Soul Holiday Early Bird and Bundle Sale, that is a mouthful, (laughs) starts today, December 1st, and runs until December 9th. So from the 1st to the 2nd of December, we are having a newsletter subscriber only early bird sale. So if you know you just want one course for a really beautiful discount and all of our courses are a part of the early bird, you can sign up for the newsletter at the link in the show notes and you will get access to that. If you want to take advantage of one of our fabulous bundles, uh, which you can learn more about by going to the link in the show notes all about both our early bird and our bundles. Again, you can find that in the show notes. Um, If you want to take advantage of one of the bundles, that's going to be running from the 5th to the 9th of December. Um, And again, you can learn everything, how much everything costs, exactly how much of a discount you'll get on each offering, um, all of the good stuff. So you can go into it with as much knowledge and awareness as possible. Um, If you've been looking to expand your repertoire, if you've been looking forward to uh, signing up for the threshold for 2023, which is all about the chariot and your year ahead, getting the winter edition of Spiralic Tarot, um, touching in with our brand new Soul Tarot course for total beginners called Befittingly Soul Tarot 101, um, and tons more. If you'd like to get those or take advantage of those or sign up for those or gift those for a really beautiful discount, um, now from December 1st to the 9th is the time to do it. So you can sign up for the link at the show notes if you want to take advantage of that early bird. But if you're really excited for the bundles, all you need to do is just tap on that link starting on around... 9 a.m. give or take (laughs) on December 5th uh, through the 9th and you'll be able to dive into them. Okay, thanks for being here, loves. Welcome to Tarot for the Wild Soul, a podcast that explores the tarot through an inclusive, soul-centered, trauma-informed perspective for growth, healing, and evolution. I'm your host, Lindsay Mack. Hey loves, welcome back to the pod. Lynn's here. So nice to be snuggled up and cozy with all of you in this virtual shared space. Um, This is our December monthly medicine episode and I could not be more jazzed to talk not just about the medicine of the month of December, but just to kind of weave it all together, tie it all together with the fact that this is our bridge month out of 2022 and into 2023. 2022 was such a stinking hellhole of a year. And I mean, I, I've i had many blessings come forward for me in 2022, but um, overall it was just the pits and I'm positive I'm not alone <laughs> in feeling that way. So although 2023 is still a lot, uh, I just got finished channeling down all the audio for the threshold and there is something about, it's such a privilege to touch in for the collective and sense into sort of the spiral ahead, but man, is it hard. I mean, there's like, there's a lot going on in 2023. Let me just say that wasn't the restful year that I was hoping it might be. (laughs) Um, But I guess that makes sense. We're in such a huge season time collectively and planetarily and 
politically and systemically where there's there's massive change. And so it's not like all of a sudden that goes away, right? Um, but yeah, it's such a joy to say goodbye to this year. Um, there's so much, I mean, I had a baby this year. Like there's so much to be thankful for. I'm a completely different person and also still myself. Um, and I have 2022 to thank for that, but I'm also ready to kick its ass out the door. <laughs> and again, positive. I'm not alone in that. Um, so we're going to do what we always do. We're going to talk about the theme for the month ahead. All the cards that are coming up as anchors and invitations for us this month. I'm going to answer one of your listener questions. Then I'm going to get out of here. Then I'm going to get out of your hair. Our theme for the month of December is adventure. That was so fun to feel into when it came through. The word journey is a very big part of the month in ways that I don't necessarily totally understand. Um, it's nice to think there's something about like, <laughs> like the image of all of us like floating up in a weather balloon or something uh, comes to mind. There is there is something about like embarking on something this month, and I think that it has to do with re-sparking our willingness, our desire for adventure, which I don't think many of us have necessarily lost. But I think in the last few years, when travel has not been either financially or uh, accessible or even accessible in terms of safety um, with COVID and with, you know, for immunocompromised or if there's been concerns in some way not safe to fly or not safe to travel, or if we've had to travel, um, that sense of adventure doesn't necessarily mean that it has to be connected with literal movement, like movement away or movement out of the state or movement over to another country. But even if it does, it's about recapturing some kind of spirit of exploration and discovery, something unforeseen, something brand new. We're leaping into something this month and we've been building towards something. And now, to be honest with you, that I've channeled the audio download for the threshold, like I get it because, and obviously you got to dive into the threshold itself to get the full scope, but it's hard to overemphasize, and I have to talk about 2023 to fully kind of contextualize December as a bridge to that time. It's hard to overemphasize what the level of massive change that 2023 has in store for us. And I don't necessarily think it will be like wholly gentle change. Like I think there'll be some tumult to it. And I think what I'm getting about it is that it's all change that is very necessary, that is in service of a much more fruitful and supportive evolution collectively, which we've been in the process of for quite some time. But also it's unpacking something. It's freeing up a weight and a mantle so that we can be available for some kind of adventure, be it actual, literal, like I'm going on an adventure or 
adventuring into a new concept, a new project, a new idea, a new way of considering how we uh, organize our time, that's all an adventure. You know, if you shift, you know, the, the caretaking experience for your child, if they're going to daycare, they're going to school, like that's an adventure. (laughs) It might feel like a mixed one, but it is. Um, and if you are, uh, shifting to a different location for your work, that's an adventure. If you're trying out a new, um, you know, herbal regimen, that's an adventure. So recapturing the spirit of adventure, there's something very key about that this month. Um, And the idea of a journey, you know, our anchor card for the month ahead is the world. And I think that says a lot about where we're going and what this month is about. We've been for the last few months at a time of clearing things out. When we're really committed to that process, we have to actually dig things like out of the closet in order to get clear on like, is this serving? Is this useful? Is it not useful? Obviously we can't give everything away. (laughs) We can't clear everything. You know, it's like we're humans, but part of the way sometimes this sort of mechanism works is that we're going about our own business and all of a sudden, boom, we're taken by something, something very old pops up. We get activated, we get pulled into something and we're often something that happened 25 years ago or whatever it might be. And in that, we have the opportunity to clear, to process a layer of that debris that we might not have been able to get to without that resurfacing. So there's something in this month about journeying. There's something in this month about traveling to or getting traveled to, about things coming up for us to greet and acknowledge, process, and complete with be complete with. The world card is all about completion. And again, it's hard to overemphasize the enormity of 2023. I remember saying that in the threshold for the for 2020, I didn't know what was happening, but I knew it was a very big year. This year is similar, but in a different way. This year is similar in an internal way the level and degree to which all of us will be invited to shift, to free, to liberate some of the the mantle of responsibility or of, of commitment or of busyness that, that, or even, um, sort of goals and, and patterns that are typical to us. We're that are just not serving, like we just can't do them anymore, but we don't necessarily know what we're going to. The world this month is helping us to get very clear, maybe sometimes in ways that are a little painful, to be honest, because the world card can be intense, um, helping us to become aware of like all the things (laughs) that are not meant to go with us into 2023 when we really enter into some big stuff with our work with the chariot. So we're getting sort of prepared. We're preparing for a kind of adventure of the soul. And even if it's a literal adventure, it's still a soul-led journey, which is really beautiful. Um, There's an incredible opportunity for kind of a new slate this month. And as I said before, like 
I'm not going to sugarcoat it. Like there's, there's a potential for lots of heavy duty, scaly, tough, kind of spiky energy to come up this month. And like, it should come up not because we want to be re-traumatized or not because we, I don't, we don't need to romanticize like feeling all the hard feelings. Although I think there's, there's sometimes benefit in that when things come up in an appropriate and safe way, being held in a container of safety. Um, I'm not one to go digging. The thing about the world card is that it surfaces things up for you. It's ruled by Saturn. It wants you to be free through following your responsibility for letting go and kind of staying true to what uh, we quote unquote promised. So if there's some sort of promise to ourselves or some sort of commitment we made, um, and I'm talking about soul agreements, um, we want to really move through those and open to the possibility of greater support much more ease, way more clarity, things being way more easeful across the board. So there's a lot of kind of crusty stuff that we might be contending with this month. It's like sort of getting down to the last layer of, you know, the sink when there are a million dishes in it. It's just gross. And but when you clean it, there's such an enormous sense of relief and freedom and, you know, it feels good. And that's a lot of what we're doing. Bridge months, December is one of them, are times when we take inventory. We we sort of take take a take a real strong look at what's going on. There are certain things we are just simply not meant to carry with us anymore. Certain things were not meant to be carried into 2023 where There'll be even more of this, more reevaluation, more clarity, more sloughing off layers, more shedding of skins. And all of it's coming up again so we can untie knots and in some ways complete things. The world card is the last card in the major arcana. And I will say as somebody who has lived through many very concrete world card experiences, as in pulling it a thousand times while I'm in the midst of a very world card experience, helping me to kind of contextualize it. The world card truly helps us to exit from something that we're not going to go back to. It's everything. <laughs> it's something you want to let go of. There might be grief to it. There might be big feelings. The world card wants to help you to get free from what Ever you are so, so close to being complete with. For me, I've experienced the world in a very internal way. I also experienced it um, right around the time when I completed my work being a childcare provider and moved into this work full time without, I mean, I had no savings, no, uh, there was nothing on paper <laughs> that had me believing that I could do this or make a living at it and was fully prepared to um, go back to work or to get multiple jobs to make ends meet, whatever I had to do. Um, and I was very lucky. I threw myself into it and then like had to almost develop boundaries later because I couldn't, you know, there was not much option for me to like not take work that was coming my way in the beginning. Um, it was a big deal 
to believe that I could try that. It was a big deal to take a leap into that. It was a really big deal. And I don't say that to romanticize it or or claim that everyone wants that. Not everybody wants to do this work and not everybody is called to quit their job. Not everybody can, especially now in, in this economy. So naming that because it's, it, it's an example and you likely have your own right now. So whether it's an internal process, developing greater trust and, and co-collaboration with spirit in some way, surrendering to something, releasing some sort of old debris, uh, um, you know, a relationship that has really served its purpose, a belief around relationships that actually lets you get closer to your partner or to friends or to other people. It's a big year to ignite the flame of a new adventure. And the way that we can be available to go on a kind of adventure of the spirit like that is by clearing the way and allowing what wants to come up to come up so we can acknowledge it, honor it, and allow for a little bit more spaciousness. So we're opening this month to new destinations, new possibilities, and dare I say, a fresh new outlook on life. When that came through, I was like, really? <laughs> so we'll we'll see. I'll report back at the end of the month and I'll let you know. Um, yeah, the world, like getting that as our card for the month, that's no joke. It's a big deal, especially in December. Um, so really just sensing into like, how do you feel the world card with you right now? And does that provide any kind of relief or context to what you've been going through? I, I will be honest, my friend Amy Koretsky and I, who I do um, some business coaching with, and I just cannot recommend Amy more highly in every regard. Um, she, uh, because it's just been like an intense time, ha- so beautifully reminded me of Saturn retrograde and um, how both of us have really been experiencing some hard internal monologues, just like awful, super savage self-talk. Um, and I have also been going through like my own experiences with getting triggered about certain things in my life and recognizing like, oh, there's concern about the thing, but also this is like deeply from a childhood trauma and like a big fear informed of something very ancestral. Like it's old. It has nothing to actually do with what's going on now. And there's no kind of relief or, or, um, respite from the liminality of it. (laughs) So pulling the world, even though we're not quite in December yet, helped me because it reminded me, okay, maybe some of these things, some of these echoes, some of these invitations that I've been having that feel pretty brutal internally are actually these old pieces coming up to be cleared, coming up to be named, to be acknowledged, to be let go of. So there can be more spaciousness, more room to actually move around, dare I say, more more room to actually, um, you know, get some clarity, you know? So I, I definitely 
would invite you to consider like what's been coming up for you right now that might be clarified or contextualized in a different way by considering it as part of your world card experience. may not track, but if it does, it might be very powerful to consider that you can lean into this card as an anchor for this time and welcome anything within the bounds of safety, appropriateness, like not everything is meant to be drudged up or felt without processors present or not everything is, you know, hopefully you understand what I mean, but like just really acknowledging like, okay, this is coming up. Great. Let's clear it out. Let's get it out. Right. Um, so that's sort of a part of what world card is doing here for us. What we're being invited to pay attention to this month is King of Wands reversed. This card is very deeply connected to the idea of adventure. If we think about a joyous, exploratory, you know, time of discovery, King of Wands is the trailblazer of the tarot. This is an energy that calls upon us to um, share what's in our soul. Share what lights us up, share what really gets us excited. And for all of us, that's just different stuff. Like, you know, for you, it might be neurobiology. For the next person, it might be mycology. For the next person, it might be um, a particular movie, right? Like it, your thing is your thing. Um, and the term trailblazer, you know, what that essentially means is that we're being called to be brave enough to share our own thing with the world. If it serves two people, that's a success. If it speaks to two million people, that's awesome too. It's great, you know, and sometimes it isn't great, you know, depending on what's going on with, with your life and with your message and if it feels sustainable and, and good. So when reversed, King of Wands is an invitation to sense into how we might be unavailable, unwilling, or unaware of some of the ways in which we might be, might be holding ourselves back a bit. If there's something that we really, really want to do and it's accessible, we can do it. We can try. It might not be perfect. We're being called to sense into more of that. What I can tell you is that this month and this coming year, and really the years after it, um, there's just, I, I've said this before, but there's just kind of not really enough time, energy, resources to support like dicking around. Meaning if we have something to do, if we have something to say, some medicine to share, it's time to share it. It's time to do it the way we would do it, not the way another person would do it. That's a big part of King of Wands. In this time where kind of all of our work is feels so mushed because of sharing on social media and like it can be very hard to stay in one's own essence, especially when we're attempting to support our, our fellow folks on the path. Um, it can feel just hard. It, there's often not a whole lot of space or time for us to even sense into like, what do I want to do exactly? And King of Wands reversed is here to 
ask us to get clear on that. It's here to ask us to pay attention to where we might be and may have had a little bit of a, of a past season with sort of being just kind of left of what we really want to do. Um, that doesn't mean quit everything and go here or there, or like we still have responsibilities, bills to pay, etc. cetera, of course. What feels right? What feels accessible? What feels like it's calling out to you? That's where to place your attention as it pertains to King of Wands this month. You know, where have we shied away from being in that full essence, knowing we don't need to be everything to everybody? What's our medicine? What are we being asked to leave behind as a legacy? Not only that, but what are we being asked to lean into? Right? Where are we afraid to do what we desire? To be in our fullest expression of self. We're being called to really lean in with a lot of courageousness. To lean into that creativity, embrace our uniqueness, and share it. And where there are resistances to that, hesitations, we want to really offer that the, the gentle attention of ourself. We want to be able to lean into that and say, hey, I see you. You know, how can I help? What, what do I need to know? Can pull cards on it. It's a place to definitely place our attention this month. And there's going to be a lot coming up around that. What we're clearing out is nine of wands reversed, old, outdated relationships to self-sacrifice as it pertains to rest. Um, old patterns of running ourselves ragged, of not taking pauses when we're being invited to, even when they're offered, us saying like, no, um, we're talking about burnout, you know, pushing when there's nothing to do right now. Um, we're moving into a time, 2023 is super, super liminal. There's a lot of swirliness and a lot of moments when we're not really going to know what we're kind of in. Um, so it's very important to root into center. That's a really key part. And we're starting that kind of this month. If we're giving ourselves away, if we're promising a little bit more than what we can deliver, if, if it's just, we're going to really get faced with the pattern. We're going to get really faced with like, oh, this is absolutely unsustainable. I've known this for a while. Let me course correct. Let me, let me pop, let me stop this pattern. Let me move into something different. That's a huge part of what nine of wands reversed is doing here in this position of what we are releasing and clearing out. And I do mean what I say when I talk about pushing when there's nothing to do. We can unintentionally, when we're going through a little bit more of a liminal time where things aren't really quite clear what the next thing is to do or not do, we can like forge ahead be like, well, I'll make something to do or I'll fill the time in this way. And sometimes it's not even conscious and then by the time we actually get to the point where the thing that we've been sort of incubating is ready to drop in and be birthed, we have no energy for it. And it can um, be really challenging to, to continue to be in that space. It's a, it's a crucial part honoring the seasonality of intuitive creation, of any kind of creative process, of any kind of life process. There's a season to everything. 
And we can be in multiple seasons at the same time. But if we're in kind of a gestation time, um, we want to really, there's a lot of energy being run through that. And I think remembering it's not really going to serve to be in our old ways of like, there are times to push. There are times when we just sort of have to do what we have to do. If we don't have to do it, and if we're pushing anyway, that's where we want to place our attention on this card. What we're infusing and kind of welcoming in, embracing this month, what we're being called to embrace is the emperor. So the fact that we're in a month that is calling us to open our arms to the world card and the emperor and king of wands reversed, it's a big deal. And I certainly don't know if it will be felt in the events of the month, but I certainly know that it's a big deal for us collectively, huge and personally. A lot of the time with soul work, um, bowing to one of my teachers, Michelle, for, for like living this and teaching this so beautifully, we do the internal work first, the external follows. So whether we see events occurring or not, there's a tremendous amount of inner energetic shifting around right now. And a lot of opportunities to, again, take leaps, discover, try new things. We may really make some big um, connections this month about like, oh, wow, I've been so kind of stuck here, confused, and I'm getting called in this direction. I don't really know kind of why, but again, that's an adventure. <laughs> like, it's definitely a month to embrace anything new that comes across your path that feels like a yes to you. Um, maybe it's something you wouldn't even ordinarily do, but again, if it's safe, is responsible, feels like a yes, I highly encourage you to try. And I highly encourage you to lean in and, um, yeah, see how it feels to open to it. The emperor being here in this position, what we're being invited to embrace Remembering who the fuck we are. Remembering that we came here to bring something important to this world. Remembering we do have purpose. Remembering that we do, there's a reason for our being here again. Remembering that we have a right to take up space. We have a right to share the medicine that's on our heart that's in alignment for us to share. If we're feeling shy or worried or nervous about that, what are we waiting for? There's no better time than now to take a leap and try something. We're, we're certainly not saving anything. You know, if something's ready to come, then let it come. Welcoming the emperor is essentially opening our arms and saying, I am willing to share whatever I am being guided to share with folks this month and forever. <laughs> like, um, I, I call in the energy of, of the great forest and of um, the ocean and of the sky. And I, I invite there to be um, a willingness to take up aligned, appropriate space. 
And I say aligned and appropriate because for some of us, it's really very important to sense into the space we take up in a room to be really clear about um, what medicine we're sharing about. And that's great. I think the emperor holds that. And I've mentioned that multiple times that the emperor acknowledges um, the importance of equity in that, in that way and of sensitivity in that way. And I think when we're really leaned into it as an anchor, it helps us to do that just kind of automatically helps us to sense a little bit into like, this is where we're being called to, to show up, to shine, to serve. This is where maybe we may want to listen and give this over to someone else. So this is probably a very big month for planting the seeds of some kind of larger process of leaping into something new, discovering new things, clearing out any debris that can't go with us into this new space. Super important to be calling in and really rooted into any kind of support systems, resources, um, things that help you to feel good and safe and really held during a process as transformative and as intense as this. Adventure is fun and it's also like a lot. <laughs> so it's important to keep coming back to that. Super, super important. Um, yeah, incredibly powerful time. Um, I can't wait to kind of reflect at the end of the month and just sort of see where we all land with it. Um, but yeah, thanks for hanging in there and for sensing into the medicine of these cards with me. I'm really wishing all of you a beautiful month ahead. And now to sort of wrap up our monthly medicine episode, I have a question from a listener that I will answer from Anna. Anna asks, hi, Lindsay. First of all, I've been following you for years and you're my hero. <laughs> oh, so thank you for being unapologetically you. We need more of that in the world. Thank you, Anna. I've been practicing tarot for the last five or six years and have loved learning about both the traditional meanings as well as the soul tarot way of reading cards. There are just certain cards that when I pull them, my mind goes blank. For example, the seven of wands. I'm wondering whether this ever happened to you along your tarot journey and what your thoughts, what thoughts you have about this. I wonder whether it's something about their... I wonder if it's something about the images in my deck that might be too ambiguous to help me remember whether this indicates something more complex about the card's meanings and my feelings of discomfort and challenge with those themes in my life. Thanks for your time. Great question. In short, absolutely yes. That um, Not so much anymore, but there certainly are times where I pull cards and I think, what the hell does this have to do with this situation, you know, of course, like that, I think that's everybody. Um, so I'll give you sort of a couple of bullet points for things that might be useful, that might be helpful. The first is that, um, I hope that this is, I hope this is helpful. That feeling that you're having will go away once you have a root system of memorization. And I don't, um, want to in any way, like, this is not like, oh, you really should be memorized. I hope you know that's not my way. Um, memorization, there's something about just having like a sentence or two or a theme or a something that you know for sure. 
about each card to hook you into it. Um, even if you've been reading for several years as you have, there's something about that solidity that allows for um, way more connections to be made. And so for some folks, I know that this like is impossible for various reasons, but if you can, I would encourage you to literally make flashcards and, and not even rely on the images, just rely on the name of the card and just sense into it. Like what does Lindsay say? What does Mary Kay Greer say? What do I say? What, what's like a sentence, a couple words about each one of these so that no matter what deck you're reading with, you have at least some kind of sense in your body of like, this is the nerve center of this card today for me. And now I'm going to let this imagery sort of take me on a journey from there. Um, I found I've been reading for a million years. Um, and I remember I used to like give readings at like 12, 13 years old, like to my friends. And I remember like sensing into something for them intuitively, but also kind of feeling a sense of like slippery panic. Cause I was like, Oh God, I, I don't know what these mean. <laughs> you know, I don't know what they mean. And there was a, I think there's a real purity to my readings and like, um, like a, like a sweetness that I think again, giving readings to my friends at 13, like, you know, was certainly my readings have always been the way that they are too, that they've always been like, here's like the meta, here's the invitation. Here's what might be, here's what might help. Um, but when I actually sat down and I was like, and I was older too, cause I was kind of like, I don't need to get fucking memorized, whatever. But when I actually sat down and thought, what's like a couple words, a sentence about all of these that I can root into absolutely blew my intuition open because I wasn't having to think about them so much. So I am an advocate for memorization if it feels accessible to you. And I do think it will help you with what you're talking about. Um, that sense of your mind going blank. I, I, it used to happen to me too, because I was like, I don't remember this card. So it doesn't happen anymore. Um, but it certainly did. And it all went away when I got memorized. So for whatever that's worth, if again, for some folks, it's, it's hard to memorize, like actually sit down and memorize, but if you can sort of make it a game, if you can make it fun, um, it can be great. Um, I would also suggest that if you're going to get memorized, that you sort of, if you're able to line up a couple of fun, pressure-free readings to seal it in because you can get memorized and unless you're using it, you may lose it until you really have it in your body. It just takes a while. Um, and actually I think memorizing in the way that I'm suggesting, um, is, is kind of a starting point for where you want to go with your readings. Cause the more you practice and the more you do it, the more you just like know these cards, like, you know, them, you're intimate with them. Um, and I hear you when you say it's just a few that this is happening with, but memorization is really helpful and is sort of a gateway for building that greater intimacy. And then eventually those sort of little sentences or little phrases will just fall away and you'll be left with a much more robust foundation under your feet. Um, and yeah, it, it also might be that the imagery 
in the current deck you're using might not be as useful to you in this season of your life. Only you can say that. Um, I certainly have had those experiences where I've been like, oh my gosh, like this is giving me nothing, <laughs> you know? And other times where I've been like, whoa, this is so helpful. Um, and other times I don't even pay attention to the imagery. So it, it really, it depends, but I would recommend you think about making flashcards and then just practicing it, like drilling it. And it will free you. Learning the technique, learning the theory frees us to play jazz. <laughs> like it's so cliche, but it's true. It really does. Um, and for some folks, I really just want honor. Some folks are like, I will never be memorized. I'm an intuitive reader. I sense into the cards. I don't want to know the meaning. I think that's great too. Um, I would just say for like just a devil's advocate piece, um, it can really help intuitively if there's a sense of not having to think about the card. Um, but again, I'm not for everybody and these words aren't for everyone, just for whoever might resonate with it. I encourage you to try. Um, I also encourage you to check out other tarot decks and just see like this one really speaks to me and helps me to remember. Um, you're in that place right now where even though it's been five, six years, it's very hard to know the tarot like what you're wanting unless, and I'm not accusing you of not doing this, by the way, I'm speaking to my own experience. Until I actually sat down and was like, I'm going to get memorized. I'm going to study the history. I'm going to know this shit because I know my medicine will come through. I just want to know everything. Um, I had so many years of kind of just going off of whatever I felt was right. Um, it really improved, I think, my readings quite a bit, like learning and then kind of letting go of what I learned and letting my own medicine come through. So I hope that's useful. And I really appreciate you asking me and wishing you tons of supportive luck on your continued journey of learning. Loves, I adore you. Thank you so much for being here. And just another quick reminder, if you want to touch in with any and all of my Soul Tarot courses, including the new Threshold, including the winter edition of Spiralic Tarot, including my brand new offering, Soul Tarot 101, which is for brand new, right out of the box beginners or folks who are seeking to sort of have a little bit more of a sturdy foundation to support them beginning to pull cards and interpret for other people. Um, if you want discounts on those things or to sign up for amazing bundle deals, our uh, annual Wild Soul Holiday Early Bird and Bundle Sale uh, sale is going on from today, the first until the 9th of December. So, uh, I encourage you to check out our links in the show notes to learn all about that. And for those of you who've sort of been waiting for this moment to invest in something, um, we tried to make everything as, um, affordably priced as we could. Um, and I really hope that whether you're gifting it to someone or it fits for yourself, I really hope it serves you. Thanks for being here. Love you all. And uh, until we connect again next week, please take exquisite care of yourselves. 